Mike's Daily Podcast. FF episode 1289. Do I have anything to say about 1989? Mm, that was a year. Oh my gosh. That's when I met Marnie. Wow. Yes. It was one of those relationships for Mike. Mike's Daily Podcast. Marnie doesn't remember me. No one else remembers Marnie, but I remember her. Mike's Daily Podcast. I don't know exactly what that comment meant, but hey, there's a lot of things today with the president. He's going to do an address to Congress. Hey, I look bad in a dress. We're going to hear from Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, John Deere the Engineer, and bring you the segment. Mike's Daily Podcast. The Newsbleed section. And we'll look at the podcast picture. Mike's. Which I can tell you right now. Daily. Is a doozy because I just. Podcast. I just picked it. Yeah. I noticed that when I talk to my dog, I have a different voice than the podcast voice I have. When I talk to my dog, it's, okay, I gotta go. Okay, bye, little dog. Bye. And that's, you know, Basil the Boxer, who is actually kind of big, ginormous dog. But yes, he's doing better. Thank you for asking. The cold... And he's eight years old, and the arthritis sets in, and all that. But I think he's doing better. We went on a nice, long, four-and-a-half-mile walk yesterday, where I had a bunch of thoughts pop into my head as I walked. One of them is, I have decided that bicycling is a rich man's sport. I thought to myself for for a moment, I might get back into bicycling. And then I realized, oh, bicycles are expensive. Oh, but Mike, you can buy used ones. No. No, that then that's all kinds of danger happening. I'm just not into it. Some people love all the tinkering and you get to repair the bikes yourself and put the tires in and whatnot. And ooh, you're in a little vehicle and you can drive around like you're a car. Then why don't you just drive around like you're in a car? I understood it when I was under... 17, 16, and couldn't drive yet. But what is the point now? Look who just walked in. Hello, my God. This is Jolene Stewart. The gift shop supervisor. Oh, my gosh. My retainers. Your retainers are being a little difficult with you today? Yeah. That's because last night I was making out with Bob. Oh, with Bob, huh? Yeah, my God. And we like the bicycle. It's like so romantic. Oh. I I I guess if I had someone and I'd bicycle with her it would be romantic. But see that was the last time I got a bike was when I had a wife and she said we need to buy bikes and go riding our bikes down by the water in Ventura because we lived in downtown Ventura and sure okay first you had to carry the bikes down the stairs from the house where we lived because we lived up 88 steps away from the street oh look who else just walked in oh my this is Floyd the floorman and this is John Deere the engineer Mike sorry Floyd's uh, retainers are bothering him today I don't wear retainers 
I know, it was a little joke. You guys are so funny. Do you have bikes? Yeah, Mike, we bike all the time, Mike. Mike, you should have a bike because you're Mike. And it rhymes with bike. Ah! I hate rhymes. Yes, you're right, John Deere. That's true. That's a fact. Oh, that's astute. Maybe we should get together and call ourselves an institute. You know, I think the reason why I don't have a bike is because I've always had bike. We, when we bought the bikes, my ex-wife and I, well, we bought them from Walmart. But seriously, that was the cheapest place we could find them. And I guess you get what you pay for. But the bikes, like the tires and everything just broke down within months. We rode the bikes maybe twice. And it was not a fun experience with the walking them up and down the 88 steps. And then downtown Ventura has a lot of hills. And when you finally get to the beach, yeah, you enjoy riding up and down the beach. But then you got to go all the way up all these hills again. So then my ex-wife is like, let's go get a, a rack for the bikes to put on the car. Okay, I bought that. We used it never. <laughs> never. It was, I forget how much it was. I think we got a cheap one of those too. That's maybe why we didn't use it. I, I seriously, when we moved to Alabama, I just gave it to a thrift store and I had never used it. It was crazy. It was huge. I remember it took up a bunch of room. We had no room in this tiny house. We were in a duplex. We had 500 feet. I don't know how we stayed married as long as we did, actually, now that I think about it. But my ex-wife enjoyed that little spot that we lived at. And when we went back to visit a couple years later... Oh, excuse me. I suddenly turned into a yeah, New Yorker that smokes all his life. Mm. Okay, I'm better now. And yeah, she remembered that little house with fondness. It did have an awesome view. You could see all of downtown Ventura and then the Anacapa Island and the beach. Oh yeah, it was beautiful. Pacific Ocean. During the fair, the Ventura County Fair, we could watch the fireworks from where we lived and just, it was, uh, I watched them every night. Amazing. And here's today's podcast picture. I should have a podcast picture of that wonderful spot. I don't though. Today, in fact, I have pic- a picture of Bay Farm Island. Bay Farm Island, no, it's Harbor Bay Isle. Yeah, and Bay Farm Island. It's this little area in between the Oakland Airport and Alameda. And I sometimes walk Basil the Boxer there And this is a Neat little house And the water and it's like a little lagoon And you can Get in those little boats The bicycle boats Okay I'm fine with bicycle boats Just not bicycle bicycles And and Bicycling is so dangerous Even though we're so progressive here in the Bay Area And have all these bike lanes Seriously you Bay Area people that think that oh no the bike lanes they they're not big enough you bay area bicyclers bicyclists bicycles people you go other places there is nothing nothing good luck riding a bicycle you're gonna get it mowed over by a 18 wheeler it's scary my friend don't go outside of the bay area you'll be crushed is what i'm saying take heed is what I'm also saying. Because that sounds even more ominous. 
where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. The fact that you uh, have all this room as a bicycle, but still, it's very dangerous here in the Bay Area. And now we have new rules, like in Podcastro Valley, you've got to give even more room to the bicyclists and such. But bicycle boating is fun, and you can do that around the Bay Area, Bay Farm Island, I mean. Harbor Bay Isle. Whatever they call it. And I think that's pretty much it. Uh, just, you know, don't get into hobbies. Don't get into hobbies that where you're really over your head. And I know you're more prone to do that if you're in a relationship, especially if you're married. And your husband or wife goes, hey, let's take up hunting. Or, hey, let's take up skiing. You know, taking up a hobby that's really costly that you don't have that much of a passion for. You have a little bit of an interest in it, but do you really want to throw yourselves into it? The Cutting Corners Corner. Corner. Da, 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 da. The Cutting Corners Corner. I was always supportive. My ex-wife wanted to get into CrossFit. I'm like, sure, you go ahead. I'm not. Because CrossFit is a cult And they're CrossFitians And I don't trust them And so she got into it And then we got into a divorce But that's neither here And then she's not into it anymore actually But it did help her ways. I don't know who am I to judge right Sometimes we'd have Idle hands It's the work of the devil Wait devil's work comes from idle hands That whole fancy phrase Comment Expression The work of the devil is from idle hands Duh And in in other words get a hobby But watch out That you're not going to just get into something That you're going to get out of soon So I guess my crossfit example Was a bad one because she stuck with it For quite a while Oh but it did lead to Well I don't know for sure if that led to the divorce But you know what it wasn't that long after So whatever You draw your conclusion You make the call And you can also call us here At 336-MM-DAILY Here at Cafe Anyway Which I haven't done that anyway anyway weird thing That I do Anyway Anyway. Anyway. Cafe Anyway Yes call us here Uh, Mike'sDailyPodcast.com Is where you can find that phone number And links to all the places you can find us On social media And there's that wonderful thing Through the Amazon link If you want to do any shopping on Amazon Maybe you're going to buy a bike (laughs) Sucker You can go through that link At at Mike'sDailyPodcast.com To buy it on Amazon there And it helps us out And there's also a PayPal there You'll get a special greeting From all the Cafe Anyway characters If you do a, a... that thing there Bicyclists And there's also The wonderful podcast pictures That you can see The past podcast pictures, past interviews Links to everything in the possi- Possible universe That we know of <sighs> Mike'sDailyPodcast.com And now We get to this wonderful thing This wonderful story Story news. The news bleed section. Now that's legit. Burgermaster. <laughs> news bleed section. Oh, thank you so much to Haley. Haley told me about this wonderful th- th- show called Adam Ruins Everything. I guess it's on the True Network, T R U Network or something. I 
I did not watch an entire episode. I don't think I can watch an entire episode. Adam is very annoying. But there are so many elements of one of my favorite shows that Alton Brown's Good Eats involved in this show. It feels like Alton Brown had something to do with it. I didn't look into it, but even the guy, Adam, kind of reminds me of Alton Brown. But it's, it's very... The, did you ever watch Good Eats by Alton Brown? It's like a lot of tight close-ups with people. Uh, it's very scripted. Goofy, just silly goofiness. But you're learning something at the same time. It's jam-packed. It's chock-a-block full of information. And then all of a sudden there'll be a guest. Like some kind of expert that they give that has to, re- you know say a script they have to recite lines and they have no acting skills whatsoever and they're just stilted and they can't say what they you know they're just not speaking naturally at all and they you could tell they probably took about a gazillion takes to get the right lines out of the guy saying well you know the story you know what mike the story involving oh it'd be adam you know what mike i mean adam damn it Adam, the reason why, so they talk about the McDonald's coffee case, and everybody thinks that the person that got scalded, scalded, I am so, I am lisping bad today. I'm, I'm, I'm lisping a little to the left, per use. But what's all this problems people have with a couple extra S's? Is my question. But the scalding case, the woman actually in fact got scalded really badly imagine she's holding the coffee in her lap and she admits that she spilt the coffee herself but she like caused permanent damage down there uh like the what what's it the worst degree burns is the three degree burns they did they had to do skin grafting oh it was a horrible she was in the hospital for ever and I don't have an exact time, so I'll just say forever. And she just wanted her medical bills paid for. That's it. And then they found out, oh, so McDonald's didn't do anything, didn't give him any money, give her any money. So she had to go to court to get the money to pay for the scalding. And then that's when the jury uh, made the settlement like several million dollars or million. At any rate, it was true that McDonald's was serving the coffee way too hot. It was practically boiling, and they uncovered that issue. So actually, that lady should be applauded and not scalded and not chided for what she did. She was an elderly lady, too, so let's applaud her. And not defraud her and not laud her. As so many people do. They brought that up in Adam Ruins Everything about how, like, Toby Keith sings about, you can go to a court and fight and bait, get all the money you want for stupid, frivolous lawsuit. Oh, and they go into that, too, how this whole thing about frivolous lawsuits is not a thing. That it's actually people that... The frivolous lawsuit, as far as, like, the small person... Trying to take on a big corporation to get money That's not a thing They are in fact Hardly ever done Lawsuits where somebody's trying to take on a big corporation They break it all down Watch it Adam ruins everything He explains it all And he footnotes it all too 
But I don't think I can watch a complete show because I'm not into that whole scripted. Everything's scripted, and you know they have they have they have someone who writes really well, and so people recite the lines of the people that write really well. I mean that. Come on, who needs that? Education. Hey, let's read something that somebody wrote. President Trump yesterday, or no, actually this morning, according to Fox News, said his joint address to Congress, which is happening tonight, is going to focus on the central planks of his career, the military, the border, jobs, health care, and he took responsibility for any communication miscues that have blunted the effectiveness of his message in the early days of his administration. He specifically cited his immigration policy and that perhaps the rollout of his plan to keep out and remove criminal illegals hadn't been, quote, communicated effectively. And maybe that's my fault, Trump said. You know, he was talking all about that wall. I would build a great wall and nobody builds walls better than me, believe me. And I'll build them very inexpensively. He later awarded himself a grade of C or C-plus on communicating straightforwardly, saying, my messaging isn't good. He added on immigration, we're getting the bad ones, the bad people, gang people, drug lords, in some cases murderers, echoing his campaign rhetoric that dominated speeches from day one. I'm much tougher... I'm much tougher in getting the bad guys out, he said, contrasting himself with the former President Barack Obama. He was much less focused on that. Expect a lot of Obama bashing in his address to Congress tonight. And I found this out. I had not realized this. That the first time a president addresses Congress, they just call it, uh, you know, the president addresses Congress. Addressed to Congress. But... After he's been in office for a year, or it could be a she someday, almost was, then they call that the State of the Union, because then actually they have something to talk about. I think we have a great plan, and I think Congress is absolutely taking a lot of blame, says Trump, but it's not their fault. I've only been here for what? What is this? My fifth week? He said. I inherited a mess. It's a mess. Even though... Interestingly enough, his party has been in control of two of the three branches. Well, there's four, but two of the major branches of government, the Congress, Senate, House of Representatives. I guess my point being that President Trump has been dismissing the protests against his presidency and demonstrations at congressional town hall meetings across the country as concocted by his political enemies. But now he is an alleged culprit, Barack Obama. He loves to just blame Obama, even though Barack is busy getting Starbucks. In an interview with Fox News Channel yet again, this though from the Washington Post and MSN, he says that he believes his predecessor is helping to organize the protests. He says, quote, I think that President Obama is behind it because his people certainly are behind it in terms of being behind things that's political, but that's politics. It will probably continue. He made his comments during an interview at the White House with Fox and Friends anchors. Oh, this continues from the Fox and Friends, huh? All right, I've given that network enough time. And we've talked enough about Trump. 
Let's talk some more a little bit about bicycles. You know, bicycles are cool. They have two wheels. And they've inspired some great songs from the band Queen. I want to ride my bicycle. Next show, it's going to be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Have a nice ride today. Life is a ride, and it's a highway. Just don't be a bug on the highway of life. Let's go outside a cafe anyway and go on our ride. Taking time, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 I'm bold. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.